Hey everybody, John Finn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. We are a house church network. We celebrate the gathering of the saints by meeting in homes. It does not resemble the auditorium. If you're part of a, a house church, quote unquote, house church that, that is just a miniature of, of the auditorium with the same person or or one or two people talking each week, that's not a biblical house church, which usually, according to Acts 2.42, revolved around fellowship, food, prayer, and and uh, and teaching. And so anyway, visit our website, cwowi.org. There's question and answer videos about house church. Sign up also for my weekly thoughts, which is a weekly teaching that comes out Fridays, U.S. time. And it's in there that we also put information about our conferences and, and things of that nature. So cwowi.org. Today, talking about the mix of new age and false religions with Christianity. You know, I get emails quite often from people who don't understand the nature of visitations and visions of the Lord. They will, they will listen maybe to, to something that I have shared online about uh, being in heaven or my time with the Lord, and they'll call it a near-death experience, an NDE. You've had an NDE. No, I haven't. These were visions and visitations from the Lord, and there's a distinction in that. Beyond that, there's great error out there that people say things like, um, in, in a larger sense, they mix Christianity with New Age and what's called Gnosticism. There are Christians who believe they can go to heaven at will, for instance, or a New Age practice called astral projection, A-S-T-R-A-L, astral projection. And they think that they can go out into space and, and visit other places at will. And, you know, the, the presence of the counterfeit proves the existence of the true. And the highest revelation, according to Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, the highest revelation is the person of Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 1 says that God spoke in many ways and in many parts to the fathers in times past. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his Son, who is his exact image and representation of his nature. And so the highest and best revelation is of Jesus Christ. Everything else uh, that is not of the kingdom of God is a perversion, is a corruption of the true. And so what we have here is a mix of, Chris, of, of New Age and what's called Gnosticism uh, in, in the things of the Lord. So uh, let me explain a little bit. Gnosticism was a, a teaching that appeared late in the first century and came into its fullness probably in the second century. But we see it in our day. Gnostics, Gnosticism is Greek and it means to know, but it's not to know intellectually, it means to know spiritually. In other words, Gnosticism believes in a doctrine called dualism. It means they believe that the earth is evil, everything in the natural world is evil, and everything that is spiritual is good. And so therefore, their teaching is that, that you can live however you want in the natural world because it's it's inherently evil and so it's going to burn so you there so what they were teaching in the in the end of the new testament time where where the apostle john writes first john and second john which he addressed some of these teachings what they taught was that you can live however you'd want that you don't have to ask forgiveness for sins you don't have to be accountable to one another you don't you don't have to there is no sin they taught there is no sin because Jesus died on the cross and took away sin. And, and so they were not accountable to anybody, and they embraced a lifestyle of lasciviousness, of lawlessness. 
because they, they felt that as long as they were Christians, they could live however they wanted. They, they ignored, like Paul's writings that, called, that tell us we're called to a holy calling in God and that we are to, to, to pre- present ourselves uh, without spot or blemish to our garments of righteousness. And they ignored all that. And, just, and, and as Jude verse 4 says, they turned the grace of God into lasciviousness. They turned the grace of God into a license for sin. And we see that today with the hyper grace movement, that there is no sin, there is no accountability. We should remove 1 John out of the, the Bible because Jesus did away with all the sin, so we're not accountable. So Gnostics believed that they had a, a, a higher revelation of, of grace. They had a higher revelation of spiritual things. So, so because the, the natural world is evil, they believe Jesus just spiritually, some of them even taught maybe Jesus didn't spiritually, didn't actually rise from the dead. He wasn't actually resurrected. He was just in spirit resurrected. And so the Christ lives in everybody. And as long as you are spiritual, then you're okay and you're going to heaven because there is no such thing as sin any longer. As long as you're spiritual, you're fine. So that's the kind of thing they were teaching at the end of the first century. And so the apostle John wrote about this in, uh, for instance, I'm going to quote to you from uh, uh 1 John 3, verses 9 and 10, where he wrote, No one who's born of God continues practicing sin because his seed, the Christ, in other words, abides in him. He can't continue in, in sinning because he's born of God. So, so, and he says, by this, you'll know the children of God and the children of the devil, because it's obvious anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor, nor one who doesn't love his brother. So what he was talking about is a, 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 this specific practice. He wasn't talking about Christians who have a habitual sin and, oh no, their salvation is in question. Now he's talking specifically about Gnosticism and about the idea that you can live however you want and and you're okay. And so we see this in our modern culture with people with all kinds of lifestyles. And they're saying, but I'm a Christian. I'm okay. God made me this way. God loves me. And they ignore the verses that talk about holy lives and righteous lives. And and in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, where Paul lists a, a, a whole list of sins, sexual and otherwise. And he says, of such were some of you, but now are you washed? Now are you sanctified? Now are you justified through Jesus Christ? And so and so anyway, Paul's addressing and, and John's addressing this belief that you can live however you want. But in our, in our time, it also blends into what we would call New Age. New Age is a mysticism that, that parallels very closely with Gnosticism because Gnosticism is, is believing it's, a, it's got a higher revelation of spiritual things. And so that's why you can live however you want in the natural. And so as a result of that, some New Age things that have crept in, uh, Talk, they talk about secret saying, secret knowledge. Uh, one of the things um, that was in there that that God is a woman. Uh, that's one of the the common things. Uh, that creation is a a lesser uh, manifestation. Therefore, it's inherently evil. That's why you can, as long as you're spiritual, you can live however you want and you'll be okay. Um, there were false gospels written. The Gospel of Thomas, the Gospel of Philip, were Gnostic works, and they talk of these things. Um, Let's see. Oh, they think salvation is based on a secret revelation and is open to everybody, not based on, it's not based on faith. And so the idea is, and what we have is Christians who think that they exalt themselves above another. And especially it got into it in the U.S., Canada, and elsewhere during the elections and during COVID. 
uh, where they would listen to certain quote-unquote prophets who were, have a false spirit attached to them, wrong spirit attached to them, and then they think they had a higher knowledge than anybody else because they were hearing from the prophets or whatever. It's that spirit of kind of a new age Gnosticism spirit that would enter into people and they get off into error. So uh, here's some central themes that, that parallel very well with, with new age. Um, one, one, one identity is that the, the universe is seen as a, an, an energy. Uh, they, they don't acknowledge God, the father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy spirit, but rather that the universe is just an entity. Therefore, God is kind of like the universe and, uh, and karma. And, uh, and so they, they then go into having spirit guides and spiritual entities and and that they think that they can do things that they can enter into this this ethereal nebula of the universe at will the spiritualness of the universe at will and that comes into astral projection where where a person thinks that they can't of their own free will go to heaven or of their own free will leave their body and travel around space and go to different planets or different part of the earth according to their will but in scripture every spiritual experience that was of god was initiated by god in other words, you don't see somebody uh, other than King Saul who initiated a seance and found, uh, you know, the prophet Samuel who had died. When you when earth initiates it, you get into trouble like that. When heaven initiates it, then that's of God. You know, I don't I don't seek Jesus to come to me. I don't seek to see angels or, or demons or whatever. I, I, I've never done that. Heaven always initiates it. You know, Daniel was surprised when the angel Gabriel came to him. You know, Mary was surprised when Gabriel came to her and announced that she would have, she would be having Jesus. Uh, you know, Joseph was surprised when the angel came to him in his, in his sleep and, and said, the child she's carrying is, is, uh, of, of the Lord. The apostle John was surprised in Revelation 1.10 when he said he was in the spirit on the Lord's day or in Revelation 4.2 when he suddenly saw a door open in heaven and he heard a voice saying, come up here. You know, these things just happen. It wasn't initiated by earth. So if you have somebody who says they can go to heaven at will, or they can do, you know, see Jesus at will, or whatever the case is, then run, don't walk to the nearest exit. In scripture, heaven always initiates it, not earth initiates it. Um, but, but anyway, in new age and Gnosticism, humans, human beings are assumed to be able to ascend to higher spheres of being, to, to be in this realm of their own initiative. And uh, people are encouraged to, to pursue this. Um, astral projection, spirit guides, finding your true self. The, the, the idea that there's no one path to God. Uh, all the, um, oh, higher beings are extraterrestrials. The, the whole teaching of extraterrestrials and UFOs are, are part of New Age and part of that Gnosticism. Um, all perspective of gods are, uh, all perspectives of God are equal are, is another element to it. You know, in 2 John verse 7, he says, there are many deceivers entered into the world uh, who do not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. That is a deceiver and an antichrist. So the, the key to Christianity is that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. He died for our sins. He was bodily resurrected and ascended into heaven, where he now from heaven directs the body of Christ as the head of the body. Gnosticism and New Age blend together. And I, I'm, I'm teaching this just because people need to be informed. I'm getting more and more emails of confused believers 
who who don't understand, you know, and they're asking questions, is this real? This Christian is a believer. This Christian uh, says he's spiritual. Or the hyper-grace movement where people say, I don't have to confess sin anymore. There's no such thing as sin. And people don't realize this is all seen in the end of the old or in the end of the New Testament in first John and second John where he's addressing uh, true spirituality and and the fact that why in first John chapter 1 and verses 7 through 9 why he talks about how if we walk in the light as we have it and we walk in fellowship the vertical and the horizontal there's an ongoing cleansing of the blood of Jesus and then in verse 8 he says if somebody says they don't sin then they're they're self-deceived and they're a liar and then in verse 9, he says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, he addresses the fact that there are sins, that we are called to live holy and righteous lives. And and he, 1 John, 2 John especially, deal with this idea of Gnosticism and what became in our day, New Age, the blending of, of unholy things with the holy. I go back to, there's an example in Leviticus chapter 10 where the two eldest sons of Aaron named Nadab and Abihu were just after the Lord had appeared with the glory of the Lord, after the fire of God had come out and consumed the offering that they'd made, Nadab and Abihu got careless in their spirituality. And they took of their own censer, of their own incense censer, and they sought to sacrifice that to the Lord instead of from the sacred censer as God had prescribed. And the Lord executed judgment. A fire went out and, the, and Nadab and Abihu were executed on the spot. And Leviticus chapter 10, verse 3 says this. He says, I will be sanctified by those who come near to me. I will be sanctified. I will be set aside. I will be seen as special for those who come near to me. For Christians to have spiritual experiences, they should not take it lightly. It is not initiated by earth, it's initiated from heaven. And the Lord is a, is a jealous God, and you can't mix the revelation of Jesus Christ with New Age and Gnosticism error, uh, because the, that's, you just won't get any further in the Lord in that. And, and if you pursue this, then judgment could await you. I'm not saying fire is going to come down from heaven and consume you. I'm saying that you're not going to get any further with the Lord and, and there will be some form of judgment on down the road, whether before him or not. And I'm not talking about heaven or hell. I'm talking about your mix, if you mix unholy things with the holy, there are consequences. As the Lord said in Leviticus chapter 10, verse three, he said, I will be sanctified by those who come near to me. In other words, you want to draw near to God, do your best to be clean before him. Ask the Lord to forgive your sins. Let him wipe that away and then esteem the things of God high enough where the fear of God is there and the recognition recognition that we are accountable to him and leave the other stuff. Stick to the true and balanced. Hope this has been a blessing to you. All right, God bless. Talk to you next week. <laughs>